0: Worship at Home, Sunday, the 25th of April, 2021, the fourth Sunday of Easter. The Bible reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 11 to 18. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the father knows me and I know the father but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My husband and I have always shared a little joke for most of the years of our lives. He'll say, I was good, meaning he didn't make the sarcastic comment that just flew through his mind or didn't tease one of our children as they climbed out of the car to join a group of peers. My reply is always the same. Being good is not the same thing as an absence of bad and at that I'll get this cheeky grin. That, I think, is one of the problems with the good shepherd. Instead of really thinking about what Jesus means about the good shepherd, we quickly get caught up by interpreting who or what is represented by the contrasting hired hand. The Pharisees. Are you being Pharisaic? Are you being a hired hand, not really caring for the flock? Or a part of it. Or the Romans. Well, they clearly didn't care for the sheep, the people they oppressed. But this type of interpretation, which is quite typical, is exactly that problem. Being good is not an absence of being bad. Comparisons are easy. They're quick wins. And actually, it does seem as if Jesus is making them himself in this parable bear in mind that Judas was there listening to him with the other disciples. So a right or good interpretation is not an assured outcome of this parable. And whilst it might be all right to consider the hired hand and some of the multiple layers of Jesus' storytelling, I think today maybe we should just try and interpret this parable in these terms. What happens... If we interpret it simply by exploring what is meant by the good shepherd, not in comparison to the hired hand, not because of an absence of bad making something seem good. Who does the good shepherd represent alone in of itself? In some respects, that's Jesus. But who is Jesus, the good shepherd? Who is Jesus, the Good Shepherd, to you now? This is Jesus, the Good Shepherd as a source of abundant life, who gave a man born blind sight, the creator of new life. This is Jesus, the Good Shepherd, who seeks out those who have been cast out and rejected and brings them to him, those other sheep, he needs to go out and seek because they also will listen to him. This is Jesus, the good shepherd who allowed children to come to him. Jesus who gave himself up for us. Jesus who went to the cross and laid down his life for us. Jesus who took it up again in the resurrection and the ascension. This is Jesus, the Good Shepherd, who makes us the promise of life, here and now and eternally. This is the Good Shepherd. One flock, one shepherd. And we are all invited to listen to his voice. So do we. Someone recently shared with me over the Easter mystery that they understood that Jesus was a good man, a great teacher, a healer, but they always felt uncertain when it came to talk about the resurrection. My answer to them was the same one I give now. It's not me you need to ask these questions to. It's Jesus. Ask him. So go on. Ask Jesus, the good shepherd. Perhaps when you're um, having a walk along the beach, sitting by the fire at home or waiting in a lonely place. Invite Jesus to be by your side. Ask him to come into that space, sit with you, walk with you. Actually, you'll discover he's already there. Not just in your imagination, but more so. Then ask him your questions and listen to him. This is our Good Shepherd. Amen. In our time of prayer today, our prayers are based on Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd. Let us pray. The Lord is my shepherd, therefore can I lack nothing. Lord, as we bring ourselves before you now, we thank you for all the blessings we have and those we share, for shelter and food for company and fellowship and we bring before you our concerns for those who need, who lack the essentials in life of security and safety and those who feel they need, lacking nothing but constantly striving for material need. May they know you as their shepherd and in doing so, know what they receive in abundance. Lord hear us. Lord graciously hear us. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He shall refresh my soul. Lord, we pray for those quiet moments that we spend with you. Sometimes we feel as though we've had too many quiet moments in the last year, but as life picks up and pace picks up and we face the anxiety of moving about and meeting, as well as the blessings this brings, Lord, help us find those quiet pastures. Those places of still waters where we can be with you. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Guide me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Lord, we pray that we walk out and about with you as our guide always, seeing those things and those people where we need to act or speak, speaking truths into situations around us. May you be our guide in every way. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Though I walk through the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. Lord, surround with your protective love all those who are dying this day and those who fear that shadow of death through Covid, may you embolden them. We will fear no evil where we walk with you by our side, knowing your comfort, knowing your healing, and in knowing us that ourselves, may we offer that comfort and understanding to others. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup shall be full. Lord, protect us from those that will attack us, and protect us from ourselves when we are anxious about difficulties. May we know that overflowing cup of your love and your health and your well-being known by those who love you, Lord. May we be people who dwell on the blessings and positives and not on the negatives and fears. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Surely, goodness and loving mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and loving mercy. We pray for those who are dealing with loss and grief, The many, many thousands of families who have lost loved ones in the coronavirus pandemic, and the countless more whose losses have gone unnoticed amid the pandemic, and yet whose everyday dealing with death or difficulty is just as painful, if not more so, in the isolation and loneliness. May we all live in the hope of being with you forever. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And so we pray the collect for the fourth Sunday of Easter. Risen Christ, Faithful shepherd of your father's sheep, teach us to hear your voice and to follow your command, that all your people may be gathered into one flock, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. And we join together in the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done And so may the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thank you for using this Worship at Home podcast. If you have enjoyed it, please do feel free to tell others about it. And if you would like to receive weekly links to my podcasts and receive the Worship at Home prayer sheet by mail or email, do get in touch at revlucilun at btinternet.com. Goodbye.